0: You know you wanna start your blog, now what? Here are the eight action steps to get you started. Hello, I'm your host, Rhonda Jenkins, influencer marketing expert, event planner, lifestyle blogger, and founder of The Blogger Branch. This podcast is all about empowering women through community and marketing resources. So get ready to take some notes and let's go. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Blogger Brunch podcast. Today is a part two of how to start a blog. We talked about five things to do before you start a blog last week and covered some mindset decisions, some brand vibes, content, things like that. And if you've got all of that covered or you've sent it to a friend who is starting a blog, here is a second part of that. I've actually got eight action steps for you to take. And as I was writing the outline for this episode, I was like, oh, dang, this is a lot of info. So we are gonna fly through this. I usually focus on topics that are for bloggers who are a little more established or up and running and ready to monetize their blog. But this week and last week, we're putting a few things out there for the newbies or for someone who needs a little extra push, a little extra motivation and guidance to get started. Let's do it. Like I said, eight steps, all of these steps can be done in one week. Some require some advanced scheduling, but this is not meant to be a six month lead time process. These steps are for someone who is ready to act, ready to stop thinking about it, ready to make moves. And I have outlined them in the exact order that I want you to do them for success. Again, if you know someone who is like, I think I wanna start a blog, stop right now and text this link to them. Please, it will help them. First thing, buy a URL. Pretty easy, right? If you're going to have a website, you need a website. Okay. Last week, we went over, oh, you need to talk about content. You need to think about content, hobbies, what problem you solve for people, what do people come to you for? We're thinking about that. What's your name? what's your website name gonna be when i first started blogging very cutesy titles were in and trendy and stilettos and cashmere cupcakes and sparkle very cutesy stuff and i'm like you don't even wear stiletto like what anyway that's not the case anymore thank goodness most people use their name or maybe a nod to the topic or niche that they're going to be covering think about that and think about are you going to want to change it in a year my blog name is the skinny arm which is a funny story and that was the pose that i used to do in every photo that i took i had one hand on my hip and i would do the skinny arm pose and so that's where my blog name came from and my little tagline used to be the skinny on food fashion and fun and that's basically the content that i still produce most people are like what's the skinny arm and i explain it to them but it's memorable so Maybe I'll change it. Maybe I'll keep it. Anyway, I'm going to recommend that you go through Bluehost to buy your URL, and they have a Bluehost and WordPress collaboration. There have been many blog host providers over the years. WordPress is probably the most popular and the one that I would recommend for you. So in the show notes, I'm going to include the Bluehost and WordPress referral link that I have, and I believe it gives you a discount I will have to check if that was time sensitive, but I'm going to link it for you in the show notes. And I will just say this, hire someone if you can, absolutely, but I also don't recommend sinking a ton of money into something that you may or may not hate after one month and you want to stop blogging. I'm going to recommend that you buy a template, do not customize it too much, make a few tweaks, and don't waste time on anything that's not a priority. You buy your template and you customize minimal, minimal customization. Second thing, you've bought your URL, now what? Branding, set your vibes. Again, I'm flying through these. You have to sit down and think about what's your vibe. What do you want people to experience when they visit your page, when they visit your blog, what's the tone, what's your writing style, what's your photo style, all of these things. But this is maybe one of the most important things you could easily skim over, and I don't want you to. I want you to think about your branding and your vibe. So this could be colors, fonts, overall feel, and again, It could change very soon, so don't spend too much time on this, but pick something that you like. I'm currently working on kind of a tweak of some branding and some vibes for the Blogger Brunch, and that's okay. It's one of those things where pick something you like for now, and if you need to change it later, that's fine, but pick something you like and stick to it. Third thing, you've bought your URL. You've got an idea of your branding and your vibes. You have maybe used Canva for that. Hint, hint. We'll talk more about that in a future episode. Third thing, plan content. I don't mean you need to have a year's worth of content mapped out and every topic for every holiday and weekend of the year. If that's your style, fine. But I just mean, don't start without a rough plan of maybe the next month or so of content. So if you've decided you're gonna do one blog post a week, okay, let's think about what are those first four? How can you just execute four posts and maybe two or three corresponding Instagram posts that go along with those? We wanna keep it simple. The goal here is get it done. It does not need to be perfect. Done is better than perfect in most cases, especially when you are starting a blog, but think about what are those first few topics you want to cover. I should mention, if you need a little help with content planning, go back to episode 34. You may see it in other places at bloggerbrunch.com, but episode 34 for sure has a link to my freebie content planner, and then I'll also link it in the show notes for you just for a quick download, but That episode will help you kind of map out some content ideas. If you're struggling to narrow things down, that would be a good one for you to listen to. Plan content. Hey, brands don't know you exist. If you are ready to start pitching and confidently negotiating brand deals, I'm teaching you everything you need to know inside Pitches to Riches. It's my three-module course, full of my proven strategy and tips to help you land paid brand deals. Oh, and it's only $37. If you're ready to monetize, sign up now at thebloggerbrunch.com. Fourth thing you're going to do when you're starting your blog. You've got your URL. You've got some branding and vibes down. You've got an idea of the content you want to lead with. Now what? Now you're starting to execute. And number four is... A branding photo shoot I know that sounds a little scary a lot of people are hesitant to spend money on a photo shoot right when they start but I am never gonna push someone to always have professional photo content or always have professional video or you need professional photos for every piece of content no But I am going to recommend that you do a branding photo shoot to help you wrap your head around content production right at the beginning. So for this branding photo shoot, it is just a photo shoot and it kind of represents your theme or your niche, your content topics. If I'm a DIY home blogger, my very first branding photo shoot might be in my home. I might do a few photos with some tools. If I have a workbench, I might do some photos there. I might pose with you know, a hammer and I'm in action, some fake action shots, that's the idea. So think about those themes and those content topics that you're leading with, and then think about what photos might tie in, what photos would represent my brand. This is just super helpful to have on down the road as you get started, helpful for overall vibes, helpful for future content planning, and it definitely removes some of the anxiety around getting images to post online and you think I need a photo. I've got to go take this photo. I've got to create content. Okay, you've already got it done. You've got a folder of usable images just waiting for you. I think that is the fourth step and a huge, huge help. Fifth thing after your photo shoot, you're going to build your Instagram foundation. If you are using an Instagram page that was previously a personal page, awesome. If you are starting fresh, Great, there's no wrong answer, but we wanna build your Instagram foundation and make sure that your Instagram bio and your social media presence will match your website presence and that branding and those vibes that we've just set. Things on Instagram that you're gonna focus on, your bio, your profile photo, your highlight covers, things like that, very, very easy, But you can get hung up, and I'm the same way. You're like, oh, I've only got so many characters. What am I going to say? How can I summarize my whole life, my whole brand? It can be tough. I get it. So I am going to direct you to a past podcast episode, and it is how to refresh your brand in under an hour. That is episode 24, so go back and listen to that. It is quick, down, and dirty. Here's what to change. Here's what to look at and then you come away with a fresh brand and online presence, so I love that. So you've built your IG foundation, now what? Number six, start a newsletter. What, I don't even have my first blog post published and you want me to start a newsletter? Yes, here's why even before you hit publish on your first blog post, you can absolutely be capturing emails and that's important because who's reading your first blog post? No one, unless you send it to them before you even hit publish on that blog post, you are gathering email addresses from people who are interested in your content. So for this, run away from MailChimp. Okay. Do not use MailChimp. I'm going to recommend Flowdesk. I'll have a link for you in the show notes, but that is the easiest, easiest mail provider. You can create beautiful emails, super, super easy to use. I promise. If I can use it, you can use it. Really, it's very simple, makes it very easy. And you can create just a simple form or landing page. And if someone's like, oh yeah, I'd love to see your content great, here's the link. You just sign up here and then you're on my newsletter list. Or as soon as it launches, I'll send out an email. You should be posting this link in your Instagram stories every day. You can be talking about it. You can be sharing this whole process of starting your blog and taking these steps. And then you're saying, I'm so excited. I'm on step five and I've done this and this, and I'm gonna email you guys when it's live. I can't wait. Da da da. And you should just be talking it up every day. So, absolutely start your newsletter, start your email list before you even hit publish on your first post. That was number six. What's next? Number seven, build out your website and publish your first post. Those were originally two, seven and eight. Build your website. Again, I'll say hire someone if you can, absolutely, but this is supposed to be quick, quick, quick. I want you to spend one weekend on building your website. Any more than that, any longer than that, and you're getting into details that aren't necessary for your launch. I personally like to get in there, do it myself, figure things out on my own, and then I have an idea of what I want, of what I need, and then I can hire someone to maybe do updates to my website in the future or something like that. But I think it's helpful to have a little bit of knowledge that comes from working on your website yourself and knowing that process before you hand it over to someone else. Number seven, you're building out your website. So you're adding maybe a logo, maybe just a text in a certain font of your brand name. That is a super simple header, absolutely it'll work. And, you know, customizing maybe some website colors You're spending a weekend on this. Do not make this a perfection process. Doesn't need to be perfect, just needs to get done. Number seven, once you've built out your website, then Number eight, you can hit publish on your first post. After all of those things come together, you should really have a grasp on, okay, I just built this. I made this brand and now I'm doing this thing and it's so cool. You should absolutely celebrate it. So once you hit publish on that first post, you are share, share, sharing. It should be like you just had a baby and you are sending anyone and everyone who will listen a baby photo or birth announcement, whatever you've got, you're sending it. So you text that link to everyone you know, you share it on Instagram, on every social channel you have, and just know it's not perfect and that's okay. This is something that I didn't do. I was so scared that I was doing it wrong, that it didn't look good enough, it wasn't perfect. Again, this was 10 years ago, and the resources back then were not what they are today, But 10 years ago, I just had a couple things to look at, and I'm learning HTML code at 2am, trying to piece things together. I knew that it didn't look great, and I was really struggling because I really wanted it to be perfect. And so I didn't share. I didn't send it to people. And I should have. Looking back, I'm like, that was dumb. People just liked me and they wanted me to do well. So same goes for you. Absolutely. Do not wait for perfection. Send it out. People will be so, so happy for you. I'm excited for you. Send me a DM. Tell me the name of your new blog, your new Instagram. I'm super pumped for you. I hope this podcast inspires you to finally take action and make your moves and start your blog. And we'll see you next Wednesday. As always, thanks for listening to the Blogger Brunch podcast. You can find the link to today's show notes in the episode description, and you can always find more resources and ways to grow your brand at thebloggerbrunch.com and on Instagram at thebloggerbrunch.